Hello and welcome back to the Psychedelic Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Swati Sharma, radio host, blogger, and advertising and media manager at Psychedelic Spotlight. And joining me today is Jamie Sekou. She is the CEO and founder of Psychable, a comprehensive online platform legally connecting individuals to psychedelic healthcare practitioners. She brings more than 15 years of experience from working with the world's largest brands, including Amazon, Disney, Intel, and more. Jamie, it's so great to have you on, on the show today. How are you? It's great to be here with you. Thank you for this opportunity. So you have a really incredible story behind your journey with Psychable, and I would love for you to kind of go over a little bit about how you ended up going from a highly corporate context, working with huge brands and uh, ending up in the world of mental health treatments with psychedelics. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, certainly I've been a senior leader and operator at a number of companies. And while I've had the good fortune to work with some of the largest brands and experience um, success by societal metrics, um, it also got me really sick. And to put it bluntly, psychedelic medicine, uh, specifically ayahuasca, saved my life. Um, I had um, grown up with a father uh, who was incredibly abusive and alcoholic, um, and also growing up really, really poor. And, um, and so, you know, dealing with a father who was abusive and alcoholic, it really set me on a path of dealing with uh, depression as a lifelong issue. Um, and uh, I was placed on different forms of SSRIs that didn't make me feel better. If anything, it made it worse for me. Um, and I would say, yeah, at the age of nine years old, um, my father was taken away by the police while my mother was working four to five jobs, um, at a time, just struggling to make ends meet. Um, I was the eldest of the family. So I really had to step in and take responsibility as another parent, um, to raise my two younger brothers. Um, and also to really help the family deal with the trail of devastation that my father had left behind. So didn't really have a childhood growing up. Um, and I would say one of the positive things that I took away from my childhood was not only did it build character, it just taught me at a very young age what it meant to work really hard, um, to be independent, um, which uh, also taught me um, integrity and staying commit committed. Um, and I also went into adulthood with a lot of type A and over overachiever tendencies, always striving to be the best that I could do at, at any place that I worked at. Um, and, and really found myself constant, constantly being one of the only youngest females in executive roles um, in, in the variety of industries that I was involved in. Um, so fast forward to around five years ago, I was an executive at a management consulting firm. And after two years of that, I um, had developed a lot of mysterious symptoms. Globs of my hair was falling out. I was waking up in the middle of the night in puddles of sweat. I developed brain fog where I couldn't even formulate a sentence. Um, and so when these symptoms arose for me, I ended up plummeting into the depths of depression uh, to where I just lost all sense of purpose to life. And up until that point, I actually spent tens of thousands of dollars seeing Western medical doctors who all said that I had checked out normal, had ran all of these blood tests and said that I was normal and nobody could give me a diagnosis. And I just knew something was seriously wrong. Um, and so in the span of one week, uh, I had two people in different parts of my life share with me how plant medicine, specifically ayahuasca, transformed their lives. And this was also at a point of uh, my life where I've always been very straight laced. I've never done drugs. I didn't even know what drugs look like. I haven't even been drunk in my life even to this day because of what I witnessed with my father. Right. And so um, 
I had a big epiphany moment um, where I just had done a lot of research on this ayahuasca uh, that I really never heard of. And the, the big epiphany was I just really didn't have anything to lose at this point. So two days later, I was on a flight to Costa Rica where I sat with ayahuasca for four nights and it saved my life. And not only did it save my life, it gave me a sense of purpose that in everything that I do is to be in service, particularly to the space. It's the reason I'm still here today. Um, it's the reason I'm still alive. And, um, and since doing ayahuasca for the first time, I haven't been depressed since. And this is something that I have struggled with um, pretty much all my life. So, so that's my story. And this is really what uh, this medicine has helped bring me to this point where I just realized that this is, this is what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. And so I've been really exploring this space for the past five years and thinking how I can add value um, and really devote and dedicate my life to this work and, and to share with others. Wow. Thank you for being so vulnerable and just sharing so much of you know that rich history with us and how it's led you down this beautiful path that's really really amazing um i mean do you feel like this new trajectory is really kind of tapping into um exactly what you're looking for and and has it kind of started to come to fruition with psychable yeah absolutely i mean there's so much um beautiful synchronicities that that has happened since this you know, deciding that this is, you know, the path that I'm going to be devoting my life to. Um, for example, it led me to pursuing my master's degree in psychology focused on psychedelic assisted therapy at the California Institute of Integral Studies. Um, and then the beginning of this year, um, my co-founder Matt Zeman and I um, were uh, just having a conversation and our, our stories and our thought processes around this work was totally uncanny. And we feel strongly that our, our personal and professional history and experiences really brought us together to build something that can really help and impact and make a, make a difference. Um, and, and we know that there are huge problems in our healthcare system and, and, and also mental care, mental health care. And most people today actually don't know that there is a legal psychedelic medicine available to them today. And, and that's ketamine. Mm -hmm. So when you were creating Cyclable with your partner, were you kind of uh, under the guise of, uh, I want to create a platform that makes this medicine and this healing more accessible to people? Like what exactly was the thought process behind that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so when I had first done medicine, or ayahuasca for the first time, I didn't, I wasn't privy to uh, that the fact that preparation and integration was even a thing. Um, and it was um, really uh, two years of feeling my way through the dark uh, of, of trying to connect with people that could potentially help support me um, around the integration. Um, and, you know, they, they say that when you do these medicines, it's basically 10 years of therapy condensed into one week. So that's putting your body and your mind and your whole being through a lot. And so it's so critical um, to really integ um, integrate these experiences. Um, and the medicine only serves as one piece of the equation here. The rest of the healing is attributed to integration. Um, mm -hmm. This is what I call showing up and doing the hard work. Um, one of my academic advisors at CIS, uh, Giselle Fernandez, uh, puts it really succinctly. She says that the work done right is parallel pathing it with the medicine along with the therapy. 
And I would add that with someone who really can be there to support you through your process of fully integrating this, these experiences that you've encountered while on these medicines. Um, and one other metaphor that I generally refer to is um, think of the big, one of the biggest days of your life, like getting married. Uh, it's the most glorious, most impactful, memorable day of your life. But guess what? Um, the hard work starts the next day with your relationship, right? So um, these are these are the two I would say metaphors that I that I oftentimes refer to, just um, particularly for those that are just starting on their journeys and 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 really curious and interested about doing you know doing this work and getting into the medicine as well as part of their healing journey and and to help them thrive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You, I mean, you speak so passionately about this work. I think it sounds like it really touches uh, closely with you. Um, so do you believe that psychedelics kind of have the ability to maybe surpass the current mental health model of treatment? Like, why exactly is this the new thing? Why will this be the most innovative form of treatment moving forward, in your opinion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from my perspective, um, and also um, the research out there are, is suggesting that, you know, nearly one in five adults have a mental health condition, uh, yet, you know, you have more than half that don't get treatment or the support that they actually need. Um, there's 33% of adults and and uh, that are reporting symptoms of anxiety and depression, and it's only getting worse with COVID. I mean, the, the research is also now suggesting that depression rates have have almost tripled uh, the the amount of people who are, are really suffering from these um, these ailments. Um, in 2019, you have almost 50,000 Americans who have died by suicide, and there's an estimated 1.3. 38 million suicide attempts. Um, and so, you know, there, we're, we're in a crisis, we're in a crisis. And so, um, you know, there hasn't really been much innovation that has happened even in mental health for over five decades. And so I think uh, from my perspective, the timing is ripe. You know, I coming from my own lived experience, having, you know, been on different forms of SSRIs that you know, didn't help me and it made me, made it worse for me. I know that, um, I I've tried everything out there for myself. And, um, and so for these, uh, medicines to become available, I mean, these are, these are medicines that have been known amongst indigenous communities for thousands and thousands of years. And we, as a young country, are just barely scratching the surface to the healing potentials of these medicines. And these medicines are not just um, addressing depression, anxiety, PTSD, you know, addiction, uh, eating disorders. They're also addressing uh, the opportunity of spontaneous healing with autoimmune conditions, um, with just you know any disease that the body is is producing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad that you brought up uh, the component of, you know, that these medicines have the ability to heal so many different types of ailments. And it's also attributed to the indigenous ancestors who kind of established this. And from that perspective, you know, it's very rooted in the spiritual well-being as well as the mind and body working together, right? Um, I think that that's really yes. amazing. Why do you think it is so crucially important for people to maybe emphasize their spiritual well-being? Mm. So one 
quote that really comes to surface for me that um you know is is very much my mantra is we are we are not human beings having a spiritual experience we are spiritual beings having a human experience right so you know we exist in in spiritual form even before we were born into this physical world um and so from my perspective we are eternal souls and you know in in the very quiet moments of our busy lives i think we can really connect with this knowledge um and love is at the core of all of us um and we feel good when we give and receive love because this is the spiritual thing to do um and of course we all at one point of our life has lost a loved one um and it's really natural to mourn and and to and to miss those that we've lost but we can actually remember that um we really never lose anyone because they still in, exists in a um a, another realm of existence um in one way or another and they are living through us um and that realm is really the the true home where we all came from and where we will all return to one day um and and there we will be reunite, reunited with our loved ones so um I would I would summarize by saying also that our world will be in such a better place if everyone was functioning at their maximum full potential. Um and we're living in a world where most people are not living to their fullest potential. Um they're doing the stuff that they hate to do and you know they're they're working for someone else just to pay the bills, just to buy stuff that they really don't need. just to impress people that they don't like. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's so true. It's so unbelievably true. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think that it's time for a paradigm shift. That's really what it comes down to. It's time to completely change yes. the way that we see ourselves as human beings moving forward as spiritual beings and encompass, you know, those two worlds to really understand us. um and our lives in an entirety it's so beautiful really i just get so emotional hearing you know you speak about this because it really resonates with me and my experiences as well so thank you so much jamie i really beautiful love that i i really do love what you guys are doing with psychable and how you're offering a variety of different practitioners on the platform i know that it's not only psychedelic assisted therapy that's there i i noticed that there's breathwork practitioners and uh, and a variety of healers so what kinds yes. of alternative healing and holistic medicine um can people find on psychable yeah that's a great question well i, I would say first and foremost um our belief is that there's not a one size fits all solution to healing right and that we all as individuals have our own inner intelligence and truth around our healing and so oftentimes we may feel so disconnected because of all the noise around us that we will just need some guidance and so um i'm leading with that because that's really uh the the principle that we were embodying while we were creating the platform is that okay um we know that people are going to be accessing psychedelics as medicines so what are all the wrap around services that we can offer through all the various practitioners and the healers out there and bring them all into this one platform 
um, and really allow the community, this, this platform to be community led, community driven, so that the community can come on and give reviews of these practitioners, um, talk about their own experiences. And so um, as an individual who's starting on their path to healing and thriving, they can come on the platform, they can, you know, start just Firstly, going to the learn section that we've built, we have over 200 uh, medically reviewed articles that have been written by subject matter experts. Start there, really educating themselves about this work and then going into the directory to see, okay, uh, I may need, um, you know, some energy work with Reiki, you know, type in Reiki. And then all of the practitioners around Reiki will pop up that are, are near them. Um, and so... I would say, you know, it, it this this platform is, you know, think of all of the different types of modal healing modalities um, that are out there, and that's really the intention was to call in all of the healers um, in all different modalities to be a part of our platform so that they can help support and guide those who are on their journeys around healing and thriving. Oh, that's so perfect. I love it's that it is so all encompassing. And um, there's so much potential for this sector to really grow. I believe that, you know, we need to start with getting the information out there, destigmatizing, but also reintroducing some of these concepts to people who are maybe not aware of how unbelievably powerful they can be for healing. And um, I think yeah. Psychable is just doing a great job of you know, starting that conversation and allowing people to find a place to reach out, you know? Yeah. And, and you're right. And really our idea was to use, uh, to build our site, to really drive that awareness piece, because that's so crucial and then empower people with education. Um, and, and for some that will also mean that they're going to want to book a legal psychedelic telehealth option with ketamine. And for others, it will be about finding professionals who can support them on their healing journeys. So the, the feedback that we're getting is that people want these services within the that, that still abides within the legal contracts. So the next stages for us is really building a telehealth component um, to be able to deliver legal psychedelics to the comforts of people's homes, and then be able to match them with therapists and practitioners who can support them in their journeys as well. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's perfect. I mean, it just sounds very well thought through and comprehensive overall. And I'm really looking forward to seeing where your journey goes with Psychable and how it can really help um, out this, this sector and, and expand it for sure. Um, so if you had to give advice to an individual who was maybe contemplating using psychedelic medicine, or they're kind of curious about breath work, they're not quite sure what to expect, and they're a little bit hesitant about the experience, um, what would you recommend for them? What would you say to them? Yeah, first and foremost, I was the most straight laced person you would ever meet. Um, I was the last person who would ever, you know, even think of these things as an option for, for myself. So I understand where you're at uh, and where the um, apprehensions and, and the trepidation exists. Um, and, you know, I think many people think that psychedelics are drugs and not medicines. Um, psychedelics are medicines. And I recognize that the word itself, psychedelics, really conjures up a lot of the images of the hippie culture of the 1960s, you know, for a lot of people. Um, it's a recreational drugs that these drugs were taken during the time of, you know, quote unquote, free love. Um, and well, you know, that that happened. Um, 
Western medical experts across the country and the world are realizing the power of, that these substances, such as um, LSD, MDMA, ketamine, psilocybin, which is magic mushrooms, ayahuasca, San Pedro, ibogaine, and so on, um, they all have a treating element that can really help with PTSD, depression, addiction, and they're all con conducting studies to prove their medical value, right? So you see, you see things such as um, institutions such as John Hopkins and Berkeley coming out with these research and these studies. And there's a lot more institutions that are following suit as well, um, as well as like CIS that's offering a mm -hmm. psychedelic assisted therapy um, certification. Um, and so while we're just as a as a young society just catching up to what indigenous healers across the world have known for generations. Um, these psychedelic medicines have profound positive health impacts that should be legalized um, and done responsibly, responsibly so that more people can receive the healing that actually works. Um, and, you know, there are also examples of even um, spontaneous healing um, that are healing autoimmune conditions or resetting deep-seated trauma. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I would say the question that I would leave you as you're contemplating whether this is for you or not, um, it, and 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 being met with all of these fears and these, uh, you know, trepidations, is what might possibly be on the other side of the fear. Mm -hmm. And I would offer freedom and love. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> so perfect. It, it's true, right? It is really a matter of um, overcoming our own fears, our limitations. I think that that's what this work is really about. It's about staring it in the face and reconstructing that relationship that we have with it rather than, you know, maybe judging from afar and um, kind of diving deep, really. It is deep into the psyche, deep into the, you know, depths of the human experience. So I think that this is so exciting to hear that, you know, this whole industry is really taking off now and uh, very happy for you to be, you know, one of the leaders in this space. Thank you so much. It's a true honor. And I recognize that I also stand on the shoulder of giants and, um, and it is a privilege and honor to be doing this work in, in, in being in service to humanity. Absolutely. Oh, Jamie, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. This was such a lovely conversation. I'm just feeling so great now. <laughs> um, if everybody wants to find out some more about Psychable, they want to check out um, your resources, where can they go? Yeah, they can go to psychable.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-A-B-L-E.com. Or they can follow us on social media, all spelled out, psychable.com. Perfect. All right. Have a great one, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you. I'm truly humbled and honored to be here today. Thank you again. All right, everybody. That was Jamie Sekou on the Psychedelic Spotlight podcast. Stay tuned for some more great guests next week. Global Track Solutions, Inc. and Psychedelic Spotlight does not in any way encourage or condone the use, purchase, sale, or transfer of any illegal substances nor do we encourage or condone partaking in any unlawful activities. We support a harm reduction approach for the purpose of education and promoting individual and public safety. If you are choosing to use psychedelic substances, please do so responsibly.
The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the Psychedelic Spotlight podcast are those of their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Psychedelic Spotlight and Global Track Solutions, Inc.